All right, welcome back to the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut. Hot. Huh? Pizza the Hut, the <laughs> Hateful Hut, the Gnome Hut, whatever kind of hut you got. Let's be hutties. I'm just glad that we're recording this two days after doing a live Instagram for the Inner Idiot podcast because... Man, if we were recording Monday night, I was worried. I was You were on another level. I couldn't contain myself. I, I, I didn't know what to do. It wasn't bad, though. I just, no. I, 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 at least we're in, okay, let's unveil the curtain again. You guys chat with me outside of this, and mm-hmm. I already let everybody know. Everybody pissed in my Cheerios. I was in a mood, but I, I thought it was funny. Was I Oh, not? dude, it was hysterical. I, I, you know, Tyler kept coming to me like, I kept forgetting what he was asking because you were on such a tirade that I was just, I was lost in laughter and losing train of thought. And I'm just like, this is great. This is what I need. I'm sitting outside of a gym uh, while my son's doing jujitsu. And at one point I started chuckling all to my, myself because I watched, this is going to sound really fucked up, but I don't care. I watched a down syndrome kid walk out from the gym in his, in his gear. And I'm like, well, you know, Hey, <laughs> I got a bag bell. I got a bag bell. My bell is so good. You see my bell. I like my bell. I tied it. Oh my god! Episode three, we're getting canceled. Let's go. Dude, you can't get canceled. For that. You can't get. We're helpful. That's a charity thing, dude. We're helping them tie the belt. You th- you throw the knot. You throw the knot. My fucking goodness. Well, before oh. we get into the nitty gritty. I do want to shout out two specific podcasts, the only fucking two that responded on Twitter today. Uh, I, I shouted out on a Twitter, you know, come let us know what you're listening to today. We'd love to shout you guys out, right? And uh, we had two responses. We had the Apple Voice podcast. Uh, thank you, boys, whichever one of you takes care of that. Um, I believe he said he was listening to the new Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga while watching the top gun trailer over and over again i don't know if those go well together but i could be wrong those might go great together i don't know and secondly they haven't responded yet i know they're on the east coast so they're probably sleeping uh but i don't know which one it is but karen or aubrey from the chiclet podcast thank you ladies very much whichever one of you shouted this out uh current state of the world has me seeing red and mostly listening to rage against the machines first album on repeat what a fucking great album well done Right. Um. Yeah, I could. All right. So that's a, that's a type of band, right? Can you listen to that album over and over again? I know you can. I'm saying, right. what other albums out there can you listen to over and over again? Um, I, Toxicity by System of a Down. Dude, we were thinking the same thing. That's an <laughs> album for me. No joke. That was the one in my head. That was number one in my head. I'm not lying right now. No joke. And what's what's comical about that, it, and no lie, people here, we haven't even talked about this. This is on the spur, zero fucking clue. I'm like the left nut to Jake's right nut in height version. Um, I'm not a huge System of a Down fan, but the album Toxicity from beginning to end is fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Great album. So um, other than that, I could listen to... Um, uh, God damn it. I lost the name of the album, but uh, Machine Head 2006, The Blackening, that okay. that album. There's a couple songs that I could, I don't mind skipping, but I do listen to them. But pretty much beginning to end, it's a pretty solid album. Um, damn. Uh, one of my 
one of my recent ones, and this is actually a comical story. I didn't listen to this band because I didn't like them because my ex-wife's name was one of their singles and it was right when we were getting a divorce mm-hmm. and that's a band called Nothing More. And I didn't okay, give them I've their, heard of them. Yeah. I didn't yeah. give them their due time. And then when they came out with their album, uh, Stories We Tell It, uh, stories we tell ourselves i think it is uh it was like yeah. 2016 that album fucking kills and yeah. uh, i am mad that i didn't give them their due time prior so all right i guess my list is mudvane ld50 okay um i uh, mind you i'll give them this they said they worked on that album for 11 years and it shows <laughs> uh, yeah because i mean you know like they didn't after that every album was rushed and i don't think it'll ever live up to that but i also think when you can uh, you know, perfect something that long. Right. Um, it's hard to follow it up. Right. Um, the next one is sticks and stones by newfound glory. I can listen okay. to that album every over and over again. Uh, system down toxicity. We said, um, I'm not going to go with any rap albums. I'm just going to keep it with, uh, you know, rock. Um, but the all American rejects <laughs> self title. <laughs> I, I, here's why I was in high school. It was right before I'm graduating. It was coming out. It was the flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. But every song is so damn catchy this super, that super I can catchy. I can rock that. And then I think the last one would be Bowling for Soup. Okay. Uh, Too Drunk to Dance. Okay. Every song on that album actually has a good story to tell if you actually listen to it. So if if somebody were to ask me, name me a band that you like that you mm-hmm. think you would get shit for. Mm-hmm. All American Rejects is one of those top bands mm-hmm. that I would definitely list because definitely. I, I kind of refuse to listen to them because of that fallout boy catchiness just wasn't my thing. Yeah. But the song gives you hell. If that song comes on, I'm trying to blow my speakers out. Right. I love it's that a song. great song. It's a great that, fucking song for me. It's simple plan. I'm a whiny Canadian. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck that band. But it's it's catchy, right? Uh, that would be catchy. the band that I they are like eating toast in the closet. I don't want anybody to know I'm doing it, but I'll listen to it every now and then. There's a band, speaking of catchy, that's kind of one of the things before we get into our music recs later. One of the bands that I have been listening to lately, it's that time of year for me where I listen to heavy shit, but when it gets warm and you start to roll down your windows, I feel like it should be a little bit more catchy shit that you're playing, even if it's heavy. And one of the bands, I don't know if you've listened to these guys, one of the bands I've been listening to lately is called Wilson, and they have a song called Dump Truck, and then they have a song... Oh, fill some words real quick. I got to look it up. I can't remember the damn name. Fuck. Oh, boy. Fuck. Not prepared. Fuck. What do you got? Like a baller. There okay. It is. Found it. So if you if you like, it reminds me of, it's, it's hard rock, but it's catchy hard rock. It's summertime tunes. Roll down your windows, hard rock. So if you if you're into that thing, check out Wilson. Check out the song Dunk, "Dump Truck" and also check out their song "Like a Baller." So okay, those aren't my music wrecks, but check them out. So I have a theory that we've talked about on my show before mm-hmm. on Bleach yes. Bros. The theory of two, and I mm-hmm. think um, the the way to sum it up really quickly 
is that when something comes out, there's always something similar that comes out at the same time. And so I guess the best, uh, closest things to it um, is like Ants and Bugs Life came out around the same time, same year. Yep. Um, and it's, you know, one or the other, or uh, just for a lack of a better word with music right now, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, right? Yep. You're in one camp or the other. Um, so I want to ask you a few bands based okay. on my theory of two, stuff that we listen to. Um, and I want you to pick who and explain why. I'm going to be really mad if if by some weird fucking chance one of my music recs lands in this list. And I don't think it will because okay. it's different than what I've thrown out the last two episodes. It is definitely not metalcore. Okay. But go ahead. First one, Static X or Fear Factory? Static X, hands down. Not even close. Okay. And why Why is that? Okay, I've seen both live. Um, okay. They are both great bands. There is nobody, although he's not here anymore, and Edzel Dope does a fantastic fill-in job for Wayne Static. There is nobody that put on a live show for me like Static X. When I went in with, I wasn't sure what I was going to get because when you listen to Static X, it's heavy. It's weird. It's circus metal. It's different. And Wayne's voice is very unique. And when they come out and can kill it the way that they kill it, they were one of the best live bands that I've ever seen. They'd be in my top five hands down. Okay. I know who you're going to pick for this next one, but I'm going to still list it. Okay. Um, Nonpoint <laughs> or Taproot? Not even close, Nonpoint. And right. I've seen now, both live. So. Okay. Do you feel like they're they're in the theory of two, like close? It's or would you would you put somebody else in there? It's tough for me to put somebody theory of two with nonpoint because nonpoint is very very different. Um Taproot, I feel like you could put maybe a couple different bands in there, but nonpoint's just tough to gauge because they're they're different. They're I don't know. There's something about them, and they're one of my favorite bands of all time, period. period. See, we agree so far. Um, I would pick Static X. I would pick Nonpoint. Flaw or Ooh. Soil? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Flaw only okay. because I really liked Soil, but then they kind of just didn't fucking do anything. And then yeah. unfortunately, the singer for Drowning Pool died. Then they got Jason Gong Jones, who tried to run the show. Then he got booted. And then they stole the singer from Soil to become the new singer for Drowning Pool at the time. And I thought he did a good job, but I'd have to go with Flaw. I, I remember being in high school and during summer break when I would uh, clean the house while my parents were gone, I would okay. blast Flaw through my dad's stereo system. See, I would too. And I had the, I don't remember, I don't even know if it's the, the self-titled album. It was the one with the kid where it looked like the projector screen was on his head saying Flaw and it was like yes. all over his face. Um hate me now if you guys want, but I don't, I don't remember the name of the album. That was the album I always played. Um, so I agree with you there. Okay. Um, spine shank or edema. Ooh. Uh, you know, I, I never really got into spine shank, so I'm going to by default go with edema. I've seen edema live and, um, talk about 15 minutes of fame, but they were good during their 15 minutes. Yeah. One album. It's just, just one, one album. Fucking, one fucking but, album. But he, the same thing with Spine Shank. I mean, how many albums can I mean? I have Spine Shank. I'm a see. I would pick Spine Shank over Edema, but I can only name one album. So right. <laughs> I mean, that tells you enough there, right? Those that's that's one of those one hit wonders. Like, what? Who do you go with? I'm gonna go off the wall here. More um, 
I guess the emo post hardcore sort of thing. Alisana or Eyes Set to Kill? Ooh. That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Eyes Set to Kill. Okay. Is it because of the female singers or what what does it for you? Uh, Yeah. So there is... It's tough for me to get into bands with female singers because it's it's kind of like female comedians. Mm-hmm. When you like, I love, I fucking love Hailstorm, but I feel weird singing the songs that Lizzie Hale is presenting because right. I'm like, you know, she's talking about herself and I'm a guy, so it's different. But uh, female singers kick fucking ass, especially yeah. if they do it in the right manner. Yeah. All right, so. I, I, I can't agree with you. I like Alisana. I think it's because when I was in a band, I sort of sound like him. So I'm going to cop out on that. Okay. Godsmack or Seven Dust? Uh, not even close. Seven Dust. Godsmack. Oh, thank you. Godsmack is cool. I've seen them both live. I've only seen Godsmack twice. Uh, Sully, uh, shout out to the short man nation. Um, and he can actually play the drums really fucking good. It would be, it would be hard for me to say which band is better live between Seven Dust and Nonpoint? Okay. I've seen Seven Dust more because they hit Vegas more than Nonpoint does. I refuse to miss a show if Seven Dust is near me. But it's just, and shout out to to them too, because Lejean is a short fucking guy. I've met him in person and he's like an inch shorter than me, but okay. he's fucking beefy. So I'm going to give you two more Stained or Seether? Seether. Hands down. Stained, one hit wonder. Fuck Stained. I hate Aaron Lewis. Um, really? Uh, the The first album was great, and then they just went to shit. Fuck them. I actually love okay. Seether. I, I've seen I've seen Seether live, and I went in with low expectation because I was told that they're garbage live, and they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. So. See, I've seen Seether live, and I've seen Stained live, but I've only seen Stained do an acoustic set behind the House of Blues. You know when the House yes. of Blues would do that acoustic sets? And yes. I do agree with you in the sense that Stained was great for acoustic. Like they were built to be an acoustic band for MTV Unplugged. Yeah. It's like MTV went, hey, we need a band that could play something hard. We want to unplug them and sell billions of records and have every song sound the same. Yep. And every song. <laughs> but I like much that every song sounds the same. Yeah. But see, I like Aaron Lewis's Aaron Lewis's country stuff. He does a good job, but if if you have to make me sit and listen to It's Been a While one more fucking time, I'm going <laughs> to blow my fucking head off. All right, so I said I said only one more, but I'll give you, I'll give you two more. Okay. Chevelle or Trust Company? Ooh, that's good. Um, For longevity, I'm going to choose Chevelle, although everything mm-hmm. they put out sounds the fucking same. It's the but, same song, dude. Just Okay, the reason is. I said this one is because they're the stain of like... I, what would you call it? More melodic rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like melodic yeah. prog rock, right? Like yeah. they, it, are, are they really brothers to all three or triplets, yes. right? Uh, yes, yeah. they are. Okay. Um, so I, I would agree Chevelle, but yeah, every song the, has the, a better single though. <laughs> Downfall. Yeah, they only have one single. Like yeah. I, I, we <laughs> talked about this in the background where I said, Hey man, that's a band I love. But the problem is I love one song. I don't even love the album. I own the I album. I love one song. I know. Same. They're, they're like, they're like a little bit better of trapped. <laughs> Yeah, because I bit. hate trapped. Yeah, I hate trapped so much. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. The the last one, and I'll give you a pick between who you pick. I'm gonna name three. Okay. Okay. And there's a reason. 
Mushroom Head, Slipknot, and Mudvayne. And Fuck pick you. which one is going to be the closest one out of the three. Because the problem is you have Mushroom Head and Slipknot because of masks, right? Right. You have, because Mushroom Head sometimes relates more to head PE at times to me. Okay. And then yeah. sometimes right. to, it, it, it really depends on the album and who's the singing, right? Uh, and what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, but then they relate a lot to Mudvayne based on the style, but then Mudvayne relates closer to sometimes like almost like Stone Sour Slipknot years, right? Yeah. They're like an in-between Stone Sour Slipknot. Right. So um, out of the three, who are you picking and who do you think is the closer to? Fuck me, dude. I think the closer two are Slipknot and Mudvayne. Um, God damn it. You're an asshole for this one. I'm going to say... <laughs> I am not going to, I'm going to pick Slipknot based mm-hmm. on band. I like Slipknot more as a band. I've never gotten to see either one live. And it dis- okay. I, I've seen um Hell Yeah live, but I have not seen Mudvayne live. Okay. So I will say, and people might smite me for this, and that's okay. There is to me almost no better singer in metal than Chad Gray of Mudvayne his voice and what he can do with his range. And, and Corey is right fucking there, right behind him. Um, but I, I will choose Slipknot over Mudvayne, but it's, it's a tough choice for me. Overall album listenability, Slipknot wins. Yes. Um, Corey Taylor's a better songwriter than Chad. Yes. Chad's a better singer or Chud, you know, depending on which, what you're going with. Right. Uh, he's the better, he can, it's almost like a better range because, um, Corey Taylor is the same in every song in the sense of like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I mean, if you're going off of total range of singing, right? Like yes. I got shit in high school when I was, you know, the whole mega band thing was coming out. Right. Like yeah. who would you pick to be a drummer? Who would you pick to be? Cause Rhino was the all time bassist for me at the time. Okay. It was Rhino or Monkey from Corn. Yep. Um, but I always picked Fieldy. Chad Fieldy from what's up? Fieldy from Corn. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> all good. Which one's which one's Monkey's the Monkey's one of the guitarists. Okay, Monkey my and bad. Head are so both my, the guitarists. Okay. So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about there, but um, <laughs> no, but Chad was my singer that I always picked, and everybody gave me shit for that, and no is because if you watch, um, I don't, I, I hate live albums, right? I'll admit that here. But if you watch the LD50 live in Peoria mm-hmm. DVD mm-hmm. and you see him go off for two hours on stage, it's it's just amazing. It's it's yes. it's literally amazing. I, and I own Disaster Pieces, the live Slipknot one, which is amazing as well. Mm-hmm. But there's multiple singers in that band. There's multiple characters. There's And it's the same across the board, in my opinion, while Chad Gray is like going all over the place. He's melodic. He's singing. He's screaming. He's he's toning it down. He's hyping it up. Yep. And so I agree with you there. Now, I would put those two against each other. Now, I've seen Mudvayne live and I saw them at I don't know if you were around at the time, but remember the Sportsman Center in Vegas? I do. Okay, I saw them there with Static X. They played with Static X there, which made no sense, right? You're playing at a Sportsman Center. Um, I've never seen Slipknot live, and I regret it to this day because uh, my buddy my buddy Fobbs had backstage passes, and I had a choice to take finals in college, even though I dropped out that year, or go to Slipknot and go backstage, and I never did. So, but I've yeah. seen I've seen Mushroom Head, and I'm not downgrading them. And I understand I sort of put them up against a gauntlet between those two, but sound wise, I was trying to see which ones you thought related more. Yeah, of course. Um, 
Well, let's let's get right into the music recs. And uh, I'm going to throw out two. Okay. The first one, Theory of Two, completely fucking different from what I've thrown out recently in the last two episodes. Who is the other band that you would compare to 303? I don't know. Hollywood Undead. Okay, I can see it. Yep. So 303 is a band that, you know, it's that rap rock, Mm -hmm. whatever. And same with Hollywood Undead. Right. I've gotten to see Hollywood Undead and the form I saw them in, I was really worried because they were the only band like themselves in this setting. And Mm -hmm. the place went fucking bananas. And I was excited to see that because I thought it would only be me in the middle of the crowd where nobody could see me, of course, because I'm like a fucking midget, but going bananas. Um, And I love Hollywood Undead. I love their style. I love their, um, I like that they will play instruments when they're not singing or rapping, however you want to take it. Uh, But if I have to say, I recommend an album, and this would be in those, I can listen to this from beginning to end albums, hands down. If I was on your jukebox episode with the Bleach Bros, I would put this probably, if not top five, an honorable mention, 2011 American Tragedy by Hollywood Undead. Oh, it's a fucking amazing album. From beginning to end, there's not much better out there. I mean, it, it there just isn't. It's so fucking good. Um, Day of the Dead was a great album from, I believe, 2015. And, That's 15. And no, it's not. But OK, I'll give you that. OK, so so here, here's the thing. Um, the song War Child off of Day of the Dead. Okay, the album yeah. is good. The album's good. But when War Child comes on, I feel this weird like I've never been a party boy, go to the clubs person, but I feel it come out in me and I love it. Uh, but American Tragedy is so fucking good. American Tragedy is my favorite album by them. Day of the Dead, I think if I ranked like, you know, five albums, I think it's number four out of five. Okay. Um, thinking of 303, I guess I would compare them closer to Breathe Carolina. Okay. That's um, okay. More because of this. Okay. Breathe Carolina is a little faster, but it's more that club sound. And I think Hollywood and Dead's a little harder for that. Um, I yes. think they have some songs that were, you know what I mean? Like they had, they, they're a little harder than 303 because 303 was that MTV beach party. Let's go yes. to the club and still have fun. And that's why I really did breathe Carolina to more so. So but I guess now thinking about it, that's what I'm thinking closer to. That's what I like about Hollywood Undead though, is you can get this rap, you can get this heavy rock and then <clears throat> they get this weird fucking song that makes no sense. That's this party anthem song, which is really cool. Yeah, the second band I have, I guess you would call them a hardcore punk band, which I think fits absolutely perfectly for this band. They're very different. Um, there's there's not much I can relate to this band when I think of your theory of two, but I absolutely love this band. And their first their first CD came out um, in 2015. Mm-hmm. They originally came out with an EP, um, and I I love that album. And the band is Beartooth. Oh, dude. Uh, okay, go ahead. I, I'm gonna, I was about no, to cream my pants. It's one of my f- fucking favorite bands right now. It's so. all good cream away, man. It's, it's <laughs> a lot Which album are you talking about? So, Below or? Actually, um, I, I like all of them, but what okay. really got me into them, and this is actually when I, so in 2015, 
I, I started losing a bunch of weight because I was disgusted with myself and mm-hmm. this album was just on repeat when I was at the gym or outside and running and I fucking hate running, but this, this album was one that got me through and it's their intro album. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's, it, yeah. it's, it's too good. <laughs> and my favorite song to just blare and throw my middle finger up is beaten in lips. It's okay. Oh. It's but that all the kids album. with the beaten in lips, yeah, dude. yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's, it's such a good so anthem. Good. It's such a good anthem for uh, I don't know how we all felt at time. I don't know me and I. I think we can relate. We we as we said, we're left and right nuts to each other. Um, in the sense of how you felt, like you know, as a teenager, like I gotta shut up, I gotta get in line, I gotta yeah. figure it out. Yeah, and it's the song to just be like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I love the, the song, the lines. That was the first song I was introduced yep. to on that. Yep. Cause I don't know if you know this, they were the first band assigned to Red Bull records. And I think the I only band signed to Red, Red Bull records. Um, that's how I get introduced to them. I actually got like a sampler from a Red Bull girl <laughs> and nice. the lines was on it. And I just fell in love because I mean, I, I mean, I have every album that what disgusting disease, aggressive below. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a day to remember where I, not that they're falling off. Um, I don't think they'll ever live up to that first album, but yeah, I, I have the fear. They're either going to do two things, right? They're either going to be five finger death punch and sound the same forever. Right. Okay. Or they're going to go a day to remember and change so much where nobody recognizes the band. And I'm wondering where they're going to go from here. Yeah. I, I could, I could see that. I could see that. Um, but it's something about Caleb Shomo's voice, like mm-hmm. that it's like I said, hard, hardcore punk is the only way to describe that band. It's, it's a hardcore band that met a punk band and combined each other. And that's my second music rec. Th- them and Hollywood undead have been blaring lately in my, in my stereo. Okay. Mine is, uh, I'm copping out. Uh, I'm going against uh rock again this week. Uh, Ooh. Kendrick Lamar just dropped his newest album. Okay. I can't stop listening to it. Um, I've I've shouted it out to everybody. I know everybody's heard of it. It it's just it's one of those albums. Uh, have you heard it yet? No. Okay, and I probably won't. You, <laughs> Let's just be I, I'll say that it's not. <laughs> it's it's that type of rap right now that's more influential. Okay. Than like uh, um, there's a rapper out there. Or, you know, the rappers that actually are actually saying something instead of just talking about chicks with big butts and, yeah. and chains and stuff. Yeah. There's, there's a message behind it and it's, and it's actually refreshing to hear. It's a lot to take into. It's a lot like poetry. Okay. Um, and there, I don't, I mean, I think N95 is the top song on the radio charts right now, but there's not an actual song that should be played on the radio, if that makes sense. Like it's, it's just, it's a good album to listen to all over the damn place. But it's it's not your typical like rap album. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but I, I'm enjoying it. It's a, it's a double disc. It just came out, I think, what four nights ago or something from recording here, and I'm liking it. And no matter what B word tells you, he can shut the hell up because he does <laughs> not know good music. Just listen to one of his own rap tracks. I'm gonna actually uh, when we get done with this, I'm gonna throw on the great Malenko and just start going ham in the bathroom. <laughs> But no, that's that's my recommendation for the week. I would say at least check it out. Uh, check it out. Tell me what you think. Um, I will. We we love to hear from people. Thank you for the people that reach out to us today on Twitter. Uh, give us some more feedback. Tell us what you're listening to. Yes, we want to hear from you. Hateful Gnome Music Hut Episode Three. It's in the books. 
let us know what you're listening to. Give us some recommendations. We will shout you out. Um, and uh, we'll catch you in two weeks. Got Definitely, anything else, bro. Jake? Nope. That's all I got tonight, man. Sorry, we're rushing, but it's it's good.